welcome back to Cover Stories B-Sides. Uh, today we have uh, Brianna talking about uh, the Cardigans version of Iron Man, originally by Black Sabbath. Um, this one's interesting. <laughs> to, to say the least. To say the least, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I know a lot of people who hate this version. I definitely don't hate what? it. Yeah, I've, I've talked to people and they've been like, oh, yeah, that stupid Cardigans cover. I'm like, what? Like, I don't know. It's just, it's just such a different... I, it's interesting. <laughs> I feel like if you're going to talk smack about any song on that album, it's going to be loveful, which yeah. is extremely overplayed. Well, it's funny because I guess that's their whole, like their whole thing is they're like kind of kitschy. Yeah. And like all their music is like lounge music, but in a like fun, like kind of self-aware way. Definitely. I, I, uh, I, I really like the cardigan. I like a few of their songs, but I like them a lot. Wow. Okay. Um, I, uh, well, yeah, we'll get into that later. Uh, so just talking about the cover itself. Um, so uh, it was on their 96 album, First Band on the Moon, which was, I believe, their third album. And it was, so. yeah, it was the same one as Loveful, same album as yes. Loveful. <laughs> um, why did you want to talk about this one? <laughs> so I actually have a personal experience with it. Um, I was actually in theater when I was in high school. Oh, cool. And one of the major assignments that everyone looked forward to for the year, because theater students obviously took theater every four years, was a music video assignment. So oh, cool. you had to practice whatever song you wanted, you were choosing to lip sync it. And you could do like props, you could do costumes, you could do background dancers, whatever it is that you wanted. Um, and I think it was my junior year or sophomore year that I did this song and it was like a solo performance. And so somewhere out there, there's a video of me <laughs> probably like jerking off a microphone <laughs> to this song, which is really strange. I should, yeah, like I was definitely underage. So if you find that, don't, don't watch it. <laughs> don't, don't spread it. <laughs> don't, yeah. Don't make but it I, 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 I picked it cause I really liked this album as a whole and I really liked this cover, not more so than the original, but I, I, I found it very unique and a lot of people when I performed it had never heard of it before or even oh, cool. heard of any song besides Love Fool, yeah. of course. And this was like in 2006. It's interesting because I feel like if it, if this was the first version of the song I'd heard, mm-hmm. I would think of it differently. I like it. Okay. I, I just, uh, it's just, it, all I hear is like Ozzy Osbourne in my head. <laughs> so, and I don't know, it's just, and I, I love what they do with the instrumental. Like this is probably a lot of people's first song they ever learned on guitar. And um, it's just so easy to do the intro. And then what they did with it is kind of like spread it out and like do little, little, little fills here and yeah. there. And I think it's really, it's really neat. Yeah. I, I, I know like their breakdown at towards the end of the song is definitely different than the original, which yeah. I'm like, I wish they would have, but I guess you also have to let the original be the original too. Yeah. I'm actually not a fan of cover songs. Oh, really? I don't even like, you know, if you were to say, Hey, let's go see this like live band. That's like a tribute band. I'd be like, absolutely not. Like <laughs> I just don't believe in them, but I really just like this one. There's of course, there's a few other cover songs that I do like, but I guess it has to sit right with me. Do you prefer when they kind of do their own thing with it? <sighs> Probably not. Yeah. No. I guess, but that's why I like this one, I guess, because it's like completely opposite. I don't know. Yeah. I guess it depends. It varies. It's one of those things. Song to, to song. Yeah, for sure. I think it's one of those things where it just, um, they could have completely written, written different lyrics. I've never known it was like inspired by yeah. the Black Sabbath song. Um, so, uh, you know, this is a cover of a Black Sabbath song. Um, you know, Iron Man itself is about a guy that I just learned this today, actually. Yeah. He, do you know what it's about? I read up on it, yeah. Okay, you explain what it's about then. 
Why do you no? Oh, I no, think you should sorry, do. Okay. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't want to manspread my my interpretation. No, I I respect that. Thank you. <laughs> um, so I, I was reading up on it, and um, Geezer Butler uh, wrote the lyrics. Um, Ozzy, uh, they he wrote the riff first, and Ozzy Osbourne said that sounds like an Iron Bloke, an Iron Man. So based off of that, they touted Iron Man, and Geezer Butler wrote the lyrics about this guy who goes into the future, sees the world, and basically sees the apocalypse. And on his way back in time to the present, he gets caught in this like magnetic storm or something, and um, he gets turned into a giant, giant Iron Man, like literally a man made of iron, and he can't talk. And he's trying to warn everybody, hey, like this apocalypse is going to happen, but everyone thinks he's crazy because he's mute and he can't really be understood. And he gets so pissed off about it that he ends up causing the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. It's a cool kind of like Twilight Zone, yeah episode um i think it's really cool i think that adds another layer to the song that, that makes me kind of appreciate it a lot more um i think it's really cool just to, and then hearing the cardigans version of it it just feels a little bit I mean, it's not like a sad version of it by any means it's a little bit more laid back reminds you of like lo-fi what's that playlist the lo-fi things to oh, study yeah, to yeah. or whatever i love her she's my favorite <laughs> i liked it just because it's like i feel it's like duality to the song i yeah. guess to both of them right like He's upset. He's pissed off. Like no one's going to listen to him. And then if you, so if you listen to the end of the song, the cardigans version where she like sighs at the end, like I feel like that was kind of the other end of like his frustration to not be able to get through to anybody, I guess. It's like the way that I envisioned it. And I first heard this song like probably in like the late nineties and I was like, Oh my God, that's great. Like, (laughs) cause my dad was a really big, um, like Aussie fan. So like I've been to like Ozfest. I'm pretty sure probably, Maybe have seen Ozzy perform like the original Iron oh, Man. Cool. So maybe I don't know. I I've at least been to two Ozfests, but um, because I like appreciated this music, and then I saw like the other side of it, I was like, "This is great!" Like, yeah. like as a ten year old, I'm like, "This is awesome!" Like, <laughs> it's interesting too because I feel like I was watching an interview earlier, and it reminded me how much he's talking about how much he likes to, how he loved the Beatles and how the Beatles, John Lennon specifically, kind of inspired him. And there is this like softer side to Ozzy Osbourne and, and like what inspires him. And um, I hear like I, I I was trying so hard to find like him talking about this cover and I couldn't mm. find anything. But I think he might surprise people. I think he might be into it. I feel like he's a giant teddy bear. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> I don't know. I like I've always I don't know. I also grew up like watching like the Osbournes. Show. Yeah. <laughs> so I always imagine him as just like way softer than I guess yeah. how he was portrayed. And like I guess in his fragility i guess as an older <laughs> gentleman as an older bloke right um it's just been really i guess to see it over like the span of years like i don't know i've never seen him as like this hardcore like scary dude yeah even after the alamo yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i'm not offended he meant no harm uh i know lots of people have peed on the alamo no that's not true um but uh it's yeah he's he's a grandpa like he's just yeah. like an old grandpa like you just want to like give him a hug and He's just really, um, I just think his, I mean, his whole career himself, like he's got this Prince of Darkness, you mm-hmm. know, facade for lack of a better word. Yeah. But he's just, he seems like a really interesting, genuine person. Um, I just loved hearing him talk about the Beatles because he just got so excited about it. Um, that's that's, that song of his, uh, I'm Just a Dreamer, like is basically, um, oh my God, the John Lennon song I can't think of, the most famous one. Imagine. Um, yeah. It's basically like a, a rewritten kind of imagine. It's got the same kind of, um, you know, uh, pentam, or what's the word? Uh, basically the same type of beat to it, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Um, so it, it, I, I love like just watching interviews with him and, and seeing him talk about things that he really likes. I should do that more often. I don't know. Like watch videos of him because like yeah. I, I only know him from the show and yeah. obviously it's a show. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. But I did, I mean, uh, what was it that they, Sharon just like gave away an award. I can't even remember what, it probably was a Grammys, but I could be wrong. And like she brought him up on stage and he just looked like, you know, like he's just so fragile now. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, like, I don't know. It's good memories. Like just looking at him and just like, I don't know. He's lived a good life. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> he's, he's done a whole bunch of things. And I think you're right. Like he probably would appreciate that cover. And it's funny too, because I, I, we had this interpretation of him in the last, what, 20, 25 years or so. Yeah. And then you watch or you hear about like stories from the eighties and him like <laughs> snorting ants with Motley Crue. And the dove. Oh, did yeah. <laughs> as soon as you said that, I was like, "Oh man, I forgot about that." Let's not. Let's not <laughs> biting the head off the bat and like all that. Like, yeah, it's just so crazy to think about and and to see him now and just it's it's interesting. That's what I'm saying. He's a giant teddy bear. Yeah, he has to be. Um, what other what other Black Sabbath or Ozzy Osbourne songs do you like? Honestly, I don't think I've ever heard one that I didn't like. Okay. Yeah, like I said, my my dad was really into that kind of genre. And so like I grew up listening to I'm pretty sure like a lot of like Judas Priest, like ACDC oh, yeah. type stuff. Like I've never like took to it, but it kinda has like a fond place, I guess, in my life and in my heart just because like I was really close to my dad. Like we bonded a lot over music. Yeah. So a lot of like that. Like he took me to a deep purple oh, yeah? show one time at the um Sunken Garden. Oh wow. Right? That's the one that's over by the zoo. Yeah. Um so there's a lot of stuff that like he kind of open the door to um my sister's 13 so we were actually talking about this because i told her i was coming today and so we talked a lot about like music and the kind of influence because i had my dad and then my two uncles and they always liked a lot of like just different kind of music uh. and just i guess like a very varying genres like my dad liked a lot of like ozzy osbourne and like all that like deeper kind of stuff and like I think my uncles were really into like the nineties thing. So I guess like this was a good yeah. kind of like intersect, Venn I guess. Diagram. Yeah. yeah. My uncle had um I guess a subscription to what was it like BMG music where they'd send you like all those CDs. <laughs> so that's actually how I found first band on the moon. Oh, cool. Um, because he just had like a giant cabinet and I was telling my sister, I'm like, it was just like a giant cabinet. And he was like, Hey, um, I just got all these free. So like pick whatever you want and listen to it. And of course, that's like awesome. once I got a CD player, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, pop it in. You're like listening to this. And I, I listened to the whole thing and I just knew like, Oh, this is a song from that one Romeo and Juliet song. Yeah. But then I started listening to the whole thing. And so it kind of like, I got a lot of like exposure to a lot of different, definitely more than now, probably Yeah. as a young kid. So there was never really anything that I didn't like that I was gifted to me, I guess, by sharing through an experience with like my family. So it was kind of cool. That's awesome. I have a very similar experience with my uncle and like he had, that's how I kind of got into punk rock. He had okay. like a bunch of like, sub, like ska albums and like sublime albums. And, yeah. Like, you know, I, I would go in and it was like my library basically. Yeah. Um, so I could just check it out. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, I also had a subscription to BMG. Oh man, I wish I did, but I was just like, I would like to look at the catalogs yeah. a lot and just be like, oh, I, I bet he probably has this, and I would go and like find it. <laughs> I got suckered into it when I was probably like in a Game Pro magazine. It's like you buy twelve for a penny each. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, but you had to, you had to, you, you, beat it. you had to buy a CD a year, and it was like twenty dollars for a CD, which is like overpriced, but yeah, it kind of evened out. Um, the thing that sucks about that is I did buy a bunch of CDs that I didn't like and when I tried mm. to sell them at like CD exchange, yeah. they have this special code in there to where they wouldn't accept them because oh, they were from that. like a warehouse. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Shit. Damn. <laughs> I 
wonder, I think I, I always think about like what happened to those CDs because we still have the cabinet. I just oh, yeah. don't know what's just, like where all the CDs went or what he did with them. Especially if we can't sell them. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, I mean, that was that CD exchange. That was like 15 years ago. So I don't know if they've been more lax since no one buys CDs anymore. Oh, shit, dude. I, every time I see an actual CD exchange, I get so excited. Yeah. Because I love CDs. Like I actually just recently cleaned out a whole bunch of stuff and I found like all these Blink-182 albums. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. Like I can't play this in the car. <laughs> can't play it at home. I'm just going to display it for myself for my own sense of pride. <laughs> My uh, my brother got a new car and he didn't have a CD player yeah, in it. No. And he was so pissed. It's I think the last car I had was in like 2013 that actually had a CD player. I I have a 26. I just bought a 2016 um car like this month, and it has a CD player, but also has like an SD card and a USB and everything else. Oh dang! But I was so happy it had a CD. What it doesn't have though is a six disc. Changer. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I miss those. I think that was like the height of luxury when you're like 10 right. or like 12. <laughs> My cousin had one of those and we thought he was like rich. <laughs> it was amazing. You just like leave your favorite albums. Yeah. They had yeah. those two, those speakers that had like 120. You just put all your CDs in there. Oh, and yeah, basically yeah. you can put it on shuffle and it would be like a jukebox. What? Yeah. Those are super expensive I've, though. Don't think I've ever seen one of those in person. It was nuts. Um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm an avid collector too. Um, I've got about 400 or so. I haven't really, I bought one in the past. 400 CDs? Yeah. Holy hell. Um, I bought one in the last two years because I have Spotify now. Yeah, no, me too. Um, but going back to that, like, you know, when you kind of like pick a CD, mm -hmm. you're kind of stuck with it because you kind of want to listen to it over and over again because you can't and just go and pick <laughs> another song and like download yeah. another song. So I, I kind of miss that aspect of, of CD listening. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I, I give a lot of respect to, I mean, I, I do have a Spotify a subscription as well, but I think that when you... When you produce a CD, right? When you produce music, like I always like to play it like, yeah, you know, front to bottom or front to back. Like, you know, like you listen to the whole thing. And I guess like that's kind of what I miss about music. I think, I mean, so much has changed. Obviously, yeah. Just given in the last, well, we talked about in the last five minutes, but I do like that. I think um, I listened to First Band on the Moon a lot and I like that entire album, like finish this, like start to finish. It's a great album. Have you heard the whole thing? No, I've only what? heard a little bit. I'm a, I love your favorite game, which is on Gran Turismo. I'm going to be honest. I never heard any of the other cards. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> any of the other CDs. You, you probably like heard that that's, song that's before. What, when you were like, you, you listen to one and at six of you, I'm like, no, literally. Like I did not <laughs> listen to anything else. Like that album is just, it just like stayed with me. The uh, whole thing though. It's great. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of missed that. And I, I feel I, we've talked about this before in the podcast, but sometimes depending on the artists, it's like a movie. Like you don't just mm -hmm. watch, I'm sure YouTube, you can yeah. watch scenes, but like, you know, listening to a song is like listening to just a scene. And sometimes you want to watch the whole movie. Yeah. So you want to listen to the whole album altogether. Definitely. I have heard like uh, a couple of the others, like, you know, cause it got really poppy and like yeah. you hear them at the store and yeah. you're like, okay, I know who this is, but I never actually listened to the whole album. Um, Any of the other ones. <laughs> confession uh, yeah they had like two more after Gran Turismo too yeah. and they like broke up and they got back together mm -hmm. and the lead singer I can't remember her name she went solo for a little bit yeah they always do yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but it's it's interesting just because um they they've got this like a lot of their songs some of their like your favorite game is kind of a good like like good at high energy like rock mm -hmm. song and I remember I was introduced to that song like I knew it just from hearing it in like movies and things like yeah. that it was always like at like the beginning of like someone driving a car really fast. Yeah. And the music video is her driving a car like recklessly. And I 
fell in love with her after watching that music video. It's so ridiculous. I think I've seen the intro of it, but I haven't seen the whole thing. But it, I, I know I know what song, I know what video you're talking about. It just it's uh it, it was banned on MTV for a while because it's just her like driving recklessly. It's one of those things like when you hmm. see there was a I remember for a while like they had like those countdowns on MTV two yeah. and VH one and it's like the the most not the most uncensored but like the the top ten um, censored videos and yeah that was always like in the top five and it's when you watch it now in like 2020 it's like it's really not bad it's yeah just, no there's a that's why i'm like i didn't know that and you could censor so many other things yeah especially these days yeah i mean number one was smack my bitch up by prodigy have you ever watched that music video no it's fucking nuts it's a good song though <laughs> um i don't want to spoil anything but watch the, if you can get your hands on the uncensored version of it the ending has a twist oh um, okay <laughs> But it's uh that was always number one in those those lists and it was it was a little bit after your favorite game which Man. I still don't understand yeah. why I censored. I'm gonna Google that for sure. This. I haven't seen any of those. Um, but you mentioned Romeo and Juliet, and uh, I think that was probably the first time I heard "Loveful," mm-hmm. and um, it's kind of become synonymous with the movie. <laughs> yes. Um, I think what is it? Hot Fuzz. Have you seen Hot Fuzz? Oh my gosh, it's been a while. So in Hot Fuzz, the like corny theater guy does they do a rendition of romeo and juliet which is basically based off the movie yeah and it ends with all of them singing loveful at the end and it's really corny and cheesy and it's just so funny because that's synonymous with it now yeah no okay then i haven't seen it i'm thinking about shauna the dead no i'm thinking about super troopers (laughs) i'm like i know i've seen that one a couple times (laughs) no i mean it's um it's really strange like i don't know i want to i wish i could like go back and kind of figure out why they pick that song. Yeah. It's a good song. It's a good song. I just think it's kind of overplayed. Still respect it in the same kind of accord. It's just kind of like, uh, you know, it's like what, that one song. Yeah. And I don't know. I think I kind of like the way like people listen to uh, like float on. They're like, yeah, that's modest mouse, but that's like not modest yeah. mouse. You know what I mean? Um, so that whole album, like I said, it has a lot of really good, just like really good bops. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of really good music. music and I, I mean, I don't, I never looked into like who wrote these songs or if it was them or it was her, but, or who, um, but a lot of really good, like thinking, like it makes you really kind of think and be like, oh, okay. Like, you know, I, I was a sociology major. So, oh, cool. so for me to like, to think, like to listen to that now, I'm just like, oh shit, she was onto something. Oh <laughs> fuck. Like I didn't think about it like that. That's cool. I, I always love, I took one sociology class in college and it, it was enough to like make me think about a lot of things to where I couldn't be a sociology manager because I would just think yeah. way too much about Welcome things. Welcome to my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I like to think going back to like meeting certain meeting certain people or like having certain things happen to me affecting me and the music that I like. Yeah. Like I feel like, you know, I, I mentioned my uncle earlier, like had I not been close to him or, or close to where I could like absorb all of that music would i be listening to like i don't know um <laughs> imagine dragons right now or no, something like God. that <laughs> do you actually listen to imagine dragons? No. okay cool <laughs> i was like i want to leave <laughs> <laughs> it's really the nickelback and no. magic dragons and <laughs> i mean like that's the same reason like i mean not by comparison just because of the name but like the the cardigans was something i got got into but i'm pretty sure like my uncles introduced me to the cranberries first oh yeah so i like respected a lot of, i don't know i'm a really heavy like 90s music thing. Yeah. Like, I, listen, I either listen to like 90s music or like travis scott yeah. <laughs> and no in between really so i mean i, I think i don't know and I, I think because i mean i feel like a lot of people do right i don't know tell me if i'm wrong like i feel like a lot of people 
coordinate like experiences with their music. Yeah. So it's, you know, and like who showed it to them and where they were in life and like, you know. It's just so weird to think about like had certain things not happened, what would I be listening to? Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I feel like also growing up in San Antonio, um, are you, you're originally, yeah. from, okay. So growing up here and like, it's, it's hard not to be into nineties music in 2020. You think so? I, I think so. I think that, I mean, kiss doesn't, 995 kiss doesn't play oh, much man. past the nineties. Um, it and just sent me spiraling and like to another different, like, <laughs> <laughs> like cause yeah, we, well, my, my dad listened to a lot of like K-Zub. Oh yeah. I mean, me like. I grew up on the King Biscuit Flower Hour. Jesus. <laughs> um, I remember one time I was walking home. Um, my brother and I were walking home and we would get on our street and we would start singing Grand Funk Railroad's um, Captain because the end of that song goes, I'm getting closer to my home. I'm not going <laughs> to sing it. That's I cute. promise. Um, <laughs> but we'd start singing it like at the top of our lungs. And I remember there was this guy, like stereotypical Kiss listener, working on his car and he's just like hell yeah man grand <laughs> funk railroad man um so i feel like that's san antonio in a nutshell i i mean i like i said i listen to a lot of stuff but like i also really liked uh ktfm oh yeah <laughs> like right that was like 102.7 yeah, yeah 102.7 ktfm yes that was the beat before the beat yes <laughs> i don't know so yeah i guess i guess yeah because do we still yeah we do still have like freestyle expo what's that I don't know a freestyle. So it's like all the freestyle music. Like, oh my God, I can't think of any of the Like Debbie Deb? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I was like, that's the only one I could probably think of. But like they have it every year and every year I get so upset because I don't remember and then I'm like, fuck, I really wanted to go. And then I just never, I've never gone. But I feel like San Antonio is a pretty good host to like music like that. Oh, yeah. That's very, yeah, so okay. Okay, I see where you're going with that. That's so funny. I I was, we went to the roller skating rink and all I could think of was like, they're going to play Debbie Deb and sure enough, they did. Oh, I love it. Um, what's that one song? Like her biggest song. I've, I've got, I've got. Sing it. I don't remember how it goes. It's just. Sing the tune. It's just, they all sound the same too. That's the thing. Like, (laughs) do, 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 do. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah, no, that's, that's so funny because I definitely, that's synonymous with KTFM in my mind too. Oh, Definitely. And it's just so funny to look back and, and think about that. Yeah, because that, that is, and I, I've talked to people like not from here about like Debbie Deb. I didn't, <laughs> and they have no idea what. Well, because a lot about. of a lot of free, and I don't know. I could just be basing it off their names, but like a lot, of, I feel like a lot of freestyle, at least female artists, I like, kept their actual names, and a lot of those names are like Mexican American yeah. last names. So, and I didn't, I didn't think about it until like recently when I started looking up like, oh, like Spotify, you know, like put on the. Um, like freestyle channel or like playlist or whatever. And then you see a lot of these names and I was like, Oh shit. Like no wonder, like we were like lining our lips and like listening to the <laughs> shit and like requesting it on KTFM. <laughs> the KTFM came from my mom. That's what the, that's, that's what mom listened to. So I, I wasn't as like, I mean, I'm not going to like, my mom was more of a magic one Oh five point three person. Ooh. So and it's funny. Cause at the time that's what I listened to. I listened to that in KZEP. So when I went to yeah. school, <laughs> I was a nerd. Yeah, you were like the. My, <laughs> I feel like the older kids, like the older parents' kids. Yeah, because yeah, my my parents are really young. Oh, well, really? not extremely, but they're young. Yeah, like my mom had me at eighteen. Oh, okay. So like I was probably listening to this shit like on the way out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, because I remember like Puff Daddy and like Biggie were big, and I was listening to fucking Grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, it's it's so funny. I, I I love talking to people about like growing up and listening to the music that we listen to, and and just because it's so similar, mm-hmm. and a lot of people have like a lot of the same experiences. Yeah, man. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, geez, like I, I I guess like that for me, like that was a really good era to listen to the. I don't listen to the radio at all yeah. now. I can't. I can't stand it. But I think I really liked listening to the radio in the 90s. I mean, not only because it was just entertaining, but I feel like music was, I, I really, like I said, 90s music is like my favorite type of yeah. genre. Like Radiohead is probably my favorite oh, band yeah? of all time. Yeah. Like I have like a Radiohead tattoo. Like I always Let's forget. Let's talk about this. Radiohead. <laughs> I, <laughs> I've been dying to talk about Radiohead on this podcast. I mentioned them once in our first episode and it got shut down. What? Um, what's your favorite Radiohead album? <laughs> Um, I get people, I, people ask me that all the time. Every time I'm like, yeah, I have a Radiohead tattoo. And they're like, what is that? And I'm like, dude, like there's, I mean, I don't know. I really like Kid A a lot. Yeah. I really, really do. Like Kid A is probably what I listened to when I first got into them. Uh Um, and then you go back and you listen to everything else and they're all just beautiful in their own way. So I don't like to kind of rank them, but if I had to be like, Hey, I'm going to put on the album that is like, shows you kind of like what Radiohead is then it would probably be Kid A. Yeah, I feel like that's the, I think that's their most important album. Mm-hmm. And I don't argue with people who say that's their best album. Um, I, mm-hmm. I I love the Benz, because the Benz is like a little bit more rock and roll. And it's, I do like that one. That's my favorite. I would say Amnesiac's probably my second, but I, I do appreciate the Benz. I, need, I bought Amnesiac a while back, and I, I just couldn't get into it. What? Like, I think I had to be in the right state of mind. Probably. Um, and I, this is also me kind of going back backwards so it's hearing all this other stuff that came after amnesiac and then listen to amnesiac it's almost like reading the goblet of fire before you read <laughs> the sorcerer's stone or something um but uh I, I love kid a and um there was back in college uh when i was uh discovering um stimulants for like a better <laughs> word uh we got really into syncing up movies with with albums okay and kid a goes perfectly with the matrix and I'm going to have to do this. Oh, I'm going to try it. Um, you start the CD at the, the Warner Brothers symbol comes up and the minute it turns green, you press play and it loops a couple of times. And there's some things obviously that don't work perfectly, but there's a few things like um, national anthem comes on right as Morpheus is like breaking his like handcuffs. And, like, okay. It's fucking awesome. So you're talking about like watching the movie with the sound off. Yeah. Okay. 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 I was like, I just, to be clear. Yeah. Damn, I need to try that. Like, uh, cause we, 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 uh, my college hosted a thing with the wizard of Oz and pink Floyd, dark side of the moon. And we were just so amazed by it. And my brother and I would like watch movies. Where did you go to school? Uh, UT. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. I was like, this dude did not go to UTSA. Where the fuck did you go? <laughs> well, UTSA had a thing in like, I remember I was so jealous because y'all hosted Muse. At, it was either UTSA or Incarnate Word. I didn't go to either. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, well, uh, UTSA has some cool stuff too. UTSA... UTSA is too big for me. I went to A&M San Antonio on the south side. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, well, I went to SAC, shouts out SAC, for three years because <laughs> I took a lot of remedial math. <laughs> um, and then I went to A&M on the south side. And it was before, like, when I went to A&M, it was just one building. So there wasn't a lot of, like, student life. There wasn't a lot of, like, uh. you know, it was kind of like you go and there was a lot of continuing ed type of adult type things. And so it wasn't even, like, a junior college. It was just, like, junior, senior only. And then, like, I guess within the last couple of years, they've made it, like, a all four-year college and I went let that let go and they have like a ping pong table and all sorts of <laughs> shit and I'm just like yo what like so I never had like an actual 
college experience per yeah. se. Like I didn't go to college. Like I just studied really hard <laughs> and then I got a, a piece of paper. Yeah. Um, but I, I know a lot of friends, I guess like I know a lot of friends that went to well, a couple of friends that went to like UT and experimented responsibly, you know, <laughs> and they were just like different people. And I was just like, who are you? And not like in a bad way, but they're just like, we just had a lot of experiences, bro. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, I don't do drugs. like. <laughs> and so like, I always, I, I kind of, in a sense, re regret kind of having college friends and college experiences. Cause I'm just like, dude, I wanted to go to an event like that. Like that sounds <laughs> cool. Like it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, there's a lot of stuff. Like, I mean, I think just thinking in general, I, I learned a lot about, it's funny. Cause when I went to college, I tried to like, everyone tries to reinvent themselves. You know, I didn't really do that so much as, I felt that I was going to start listening to indie rock. Saying this out loud makes me feel like a dork. <laughs> I was going to listen to indie rock. Now I got really into like, like a lot more indie music and um, I kind of got away from a lot of music I was listening to. I got really into Sufjan Stevens. I still love Sufjan Stevens. I don't think I've ever heard one of him there. Yeah, their him. Song, <laughs> songs. Yeah. I just know. Um, Illinois is a great album. Some of the music sounds like Sesame street music. But uh, it's it's down. really great. Um, have you seen Little Miss Sunshine? Yes. So the song Chicago is in that movie. Hmm. It's featured uh, in there pretty. It's 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 kind of folky. I mean, that whole soundtrack is actually really good. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh. Um, but going back to Radiohead. Yeah. Uh, sorry. <laughs> so no, no, I like this is what this podcast is all about. We started talking about the Cardigans. Now we're talking about Radiohead. This is awesome. Um, with uh, so Kid A, um, back when when Salvia was legal. Uh, I did it listening to Kid A, and I went to the Matrix. It was it was really bad, and uh, I now I can't. I, I love listening to Kid A, but when I hear it, I just go back. It's not like triggering necessarily, <laughs> terrifying, but it's definitely like a, like it definitely reminds me of that time. And um, it was it was I, I love Kid A before then, and yeah. I love it even more now. It just has different yeah meaning for sure. Um, so I, I understand not being able to like quantify like the albums. Do you have any, like, do you have like a top five Radiohead songs or anything like that? Hmm. Oh man. I feel like such a noob, like, uh, climbing up the walls. Right. What's that on? Uh, it was on shit. I'm not thinking of kid a, I fucked that up. I'm sorry. Not <laughs> kid a. I'm thinking about, okay. Okay. Kid a, and OK Computer are yeah. probably tied. It's Sorry, I like meshed them together. They pretty much are like a continue. It's almost <clears> like <throat> Kid A is a sequel yeah. to OK Computer. Um, I love OK Computer. I always forget about OK Computer because I'm thinking about Kid A so much. It's really strange though because when someone's like Radiohead, that that album cover is the one that comes to, to mind yeah. besides maybe Amnesiac. Um, Climbing Up the Walls is probably one of my favorite Radiohead songs just because I, I remember one time... Um, and it, Facebook does this really great thing where it reminds me every year because I made like a status about it. Um, I listen to a lot of like angsty music, probably like teenager to like early twenties. And this album was like always on repeat. And, um, there was only like certain artists or albums, I guess that I could listen to while I was studying. Cause I was an English minor. So I always had to write like these long ass papers uh -huh. about something that probably should not have been dissected. Um, and I remember one time, like I took a nap cause I was just like, I don't want to fucking study. I need to go to sleep. And I woke up like at the end of that like song 
uh, climbing up the walls and it's like Tom York like screaming. Yeah. And it was just like <laughs> so beautiful. Like I was just like, I'm an English minor and I'm like waking up to this. And it always kind of like stuck with me. So I always listen to it like when I'm just like really upset probably yeah. because it just helps me like kind of like remain calm even though I might be upset about whatever is going on. Um, that's definitely at the top. I'm just like, holy shit. I can't believe I mixed them up. That's on OK Computer? Yeah. So I, like there's, I know the singles from OK Computer and I listen to it as a whole, but I always forget like the other names on there. Uh, how to Disappear Completely. Yeah. So I was really happy to come here, but I'm like, I'm sorry, mom. But so what, so one of the, when I first started, so, okay. Okay. Computer and K-Day were probably like the first albums that I listened to. Um, but so <laughs> I'm like, shit, <laughs> um, like my high school boyfriend, we would just like smoke weed and like go to the roof on his house and just listen to Radiohead oh, yeah. and just like look at the clouds. And so I remember Kid A just like playing from start to finish and just like laying there and just like being at peace with everything. And I really liked, I, I mean, I guess the whole album, but How to Disappear Completely was just like really good because you're yeah. just like, we're 16 and we're pissed <laughs> off, but like, it's fine. Like, this doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Um, so I really like that one. Um, Optimistic was also a really good song. Like, I think it was kind of like my anthem, like oh, graduating yeah. when I graduated in like 2008. Um, and I was just like, Cause I was, I graduated like six in my class, but I didn't oh, cool. really, I was the first one to go to college. So I, I was just like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> um, and I was always like ingrained to be like the good student. And I was like, you know, it, it, like years later, like I still like to really read and like study and do things. Uh -huh. Um, but that one line in that song where he's like, the best you can is good enough. Yeah. Cause I was just like, okay, dude, like even if shit doesn't go the right way and shit goes south, like it's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. Like you're still a grade A person. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I mean like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, Oh, a lot of these songs are like really good. And like, of course everything in its right place. Yeah. Like you can't, like, I know it's probably overrated, but it's such a good song. And I think, I don't know, maybe that was kind of just like the validation I was looking for. Like in my late teens, I'm just like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> and you know, and like, there was just a lot of random shit going on. And like my sister was born when I was like 17. I was just like, what is like, Oh, like what? <laughs> like, yeah. So a lot of really cool stuff. So like, again, going back to like the experiences paralleling with yeah. like music that you're listening to. Um, <clears throat> years later, I actually, like I said, I was a English minor. Um, there was this one assignment where we had to like read this book. I can't, couldn't tell you off the top of my head, but we had to, one of the assignments for like this English class was to kind of create like an intro. Like a, if you were to make a movie of this book, like create uh -huh. like an intro for like the rolling credits or whatever. And now that I'm looking, I'm like, I can't even remember what song it was. I think it probably was <laughs> off the bends. Um, yeah, it was Street Spirit. Okay. Yeah, it was Street Spirit. And it was like some weird, like Egyptian mystery book. I have, to, I can't even remember what it was. Um, but I chose it and my professor was like, damn, that fits really well. And I was like, right. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> like it would be amazing. Um so again, like, I think it was like a span, like from like me being 16, of course, like I heard like Radiohead on the Romeo and Juliet yeah, soundtrack. I'm like, it's a lot of good music. Yes. I was trying um, to find the song, it's Exit Music, yeah. It was Exit Music and it, they also had uh, talk, talk Show Hosts? Radio Talk Show Hosts? Oh, that's right, yeah. yeah. That one. So like, I remember when I was like, that's a great movie. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a great movie. It's one of my favorite movies. Um, but I remember like I actually had this, going back to CDs, I yeah. actually had the CD of the soundtrack and I would like look and I was just like, oh, like that, that song's really cool. Who sings that? Oh, okay. And that's probably like the first time I actually heard Radiohead. Oh, really? And then, um, 
yeah, so like the movie came out in like 1986. I'm like, I just looked this up. <laughs> um, and that song came on. And so I think probably like getting into them later, like in my teens, like 15, 16, like to like now, it's just always been, I don't know. If you were to make a movie about my life, Radiohead would be on a lot of it, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm glad you said that because I was about to bring it up. It's a cool yeah. full circle bringing us back to the cardigans. Absolutely. Um, I, I love, my, one of my favorite things about, I just, one thing that would make a movie, like take it from one level to another level was just a good soundtrack. Yeah. And um, Romeo and Juliet, Romeo plus Juliet, have everyone say it. Uh, <laughs> um, I loved that movie as a kid and uh, I think that got me into a lot of the music of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I got introduced to Radiohead through Just, the music video for Just, um, uh, off the bands. And it's that's just, the one, what is it? Remind me. So there's a guy like standing, sitting, laying down on the floor and everyone's like coming up and asking, Hey, why are you laying on the floor? And he's like, if I tell you, like you'll do it yeah. too. Okay. I remember now. Um, so it, it's, it's a cool little, like, it's just, I love how every one of their albums is so different. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, I, I like that album so much because it's a little bit more rock and roll, a little bit more like guitar heavy, but I always, I, when I got into Kid A and OK Computer, um, I, I was surprised at how like interested I was in it. Cause there, there was not a lot of guitar, I mean, there's guitar, but not like, yeah, cla- you know, not like classic rock and roll guitars. Um, so, um, so yeah, we brings us back to the cardigans, <laughs> <laughs> loveful Iron Man, Black Sabbath, um, uh, everything is relative. Um, do you have any final thoughts about, uh, the cardigans cover of Iron Man or, or Black Sabbath in general or cardigans in general? I think everybody should go listen to First Spin on the Moon. It's such a great album. Um, I don't know about, I don't have any stats on like its success, but it's <laughs> such a good album. And personally, I'm like, cause I'm like, maybe in the event that you asked me, I don't know, you're not, you're, you haven't asked me, but I'm going to tell you my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite um, tracks on that album is Losers. Losers. Just because of like the lyrics, just what yeah. it says, what it speaks. It's, it's a really good song. So if you haven't heard the cover, you should go hear the cover of Iron Man, but you should just listen to the whole fucking album because it's great. <laughs> is it better to listen to it in context of the album? No, just listen no. to it. <laughs> this, Like I said, it's it's just, there's a lot of really songs i guess that are just like just get you thinking yeah i guess so just listen to the whole thing start to finish well cool well yeah. thank you for being on thank you for having me i'm oh, excited for sure. this it's is just exciting. a lot of fun yeah we get to talk about a lot of stuff i've been wanting to talk about for a long time so radiohead amongst yes. that. i would be happy to come back and talk about radiohead we could talk about the clueless soundtrack that's also a really yes. fucking good soundtrack <laughs> radiohead a, is on that one yeah uh i have i have a buddy who wanted to cover mighty mighty boss tones for his, with his band and I was like, if you cover the whole clue, he lives in Austin. I'm like, if you, ever cl- if you covered a whole Clueless soundtrack, I will be there in a second. Oh, man. So <laughs> he also has a 90s cover band called um, Collective Grohl, like Dave Grohl, hmm. which is the best 90s cover band band name I've ever heard. Damn, I take it back now. Okay, there was one <laughs> cover, one cover band that I saw actually in the keys that was really good. And I was like, I would come see these people. Otherwise, I don't I don't want any part of it. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, thank you so much for coming on. It's a lot of fun. And thank you guys for listening.